0: This show today could be quite a headache. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we'll be talking about some of the different types of headaches and what you can do about them on Access Health Radio.
1: And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us this Sunday afternoon. Dr. Brian Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex, and we'd like to take just a moment before we get started to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio.
0: We'd like to thank Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower than even the big box pharmacies. You can check them out at MarleyDrug.com. That's M-A-R-L-E-Y-D-R-U-G.com. We'd also like to thank WeCare Pharmacy of Apex. Their website is WeCarePharmacyApex.com. They offer great customer service here in the local Triangle region. They even do some local deliveries. And we'd also like to thank Wake Family Eye Care and Dr. Badwan, who sponsors the show. Uh, You can find them at wakefamilyeyecare.com, or you can give them a call at
1: 919-859-0777. Dr. Forrest, how can folks get in touch with you if they have a question after the show?
0: Well, if they have a question that they'd actually like us to answer on the show, or if they just have general comments they'd like to send, they can send that to accesshelpradio at gmail.com. Uh, if they want information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, and we do have uh, some new folks working with us now that are taking new patients, if you do want to inquire about that, you can go to acchealth.com, that's acchealt and our phone number there is 919-363-0190. Uh, and if you do have a family member that you want to hear the show, or if there's part of the show you miss, you want to listen to later... Uh, we're always available at WPTF.com. Uh, you can hear an on-demand podcast there. We're also uploaded, uh, to Apple podcast. Uh, and, uh, you can always check that out after the show.
1: Speaking of some of those, uh, new folks, uh, Melissa Smith there, I have, uh, I've gone by to see her, saw her this week and, uh, I-, I can say she's very fine, very nice. And I'm glad to, uh, glad to be, uh, be working with her, Dr. Forrest. And, uh, and working with you here today, and I can't believe uh, we were just talking about this. I can't believe we haven't actually talked about headaches in six years of doing this program. <laughs> I think it's about, it's about time that we brought this uh, this topic to uh, the forefront, uh, especially uh, with some new exciting treatments for migraines. And I, you know, it seems like so many people. Suffer from migraines, and so I definitely want to talk about that today. What can you What can you tell us about headaches?
0: Well, yes, Mike. I, you know, I I'm surprised we haven't done a show in six years as well. But you know, because headaches are one of the most common problems affecting people, and nearly everyone has experienced some type of headache. Uh, you know, one of the more common severe types of headache are called migraines. Uh, and they actually affect one in seven people. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of folks. Uh, tension headaches are more common even than that. And when most people have what they consider sort of a normal headache uh, on a regular basis, those are usually tension headaches.
1: Well, I guess that's a good place to start since you know just about everybody has a headache at one time or another. And I know that I've certainly had some tension headaches. What can you tell us about those?
0: Well, one of the things about tension headaches, and don't get me wrong, they're not comfortable. They, mm-hmm. they definitely are quite uncomfortable, but generally it's mild to moderate pain. And so what we would say is, you know, on a scale of zero to 10, if, you know, a one is you just barely notice a headache and a 10 is, you know, you feel like a train's running over your head and it couldn't hurt any worse. Usually tension headaches only get up to about a five, you know, a four or 5 mm-hmm. Um, and if your pain gets more like a six or higher, that's usually a different type of headache. But uh, the tension headaches a lot of times are described as sort of a band that go around your head. Uh, people will feel them sort of to the side of their head and around their temples, sometime back into the back of their neck and neck muscles. Uh, they can even give you some muscle tenderness uh, in your neck and shoulders. Um, and there's a lot of theories about what caused these. But we definitely know that stress and, you know, sitting in one position a long time, you know, holding your shoulders up real tight, rigid, um, be it just having a lot of stress and tension uh, can contribute to this. And part of it has to do with muscle spasms and that type thing. So the good news is, although these are common, uh, they don't usually mean anything dangerous. Uh, they're usually pretty easy to get rid of. Um, so, you know, the, all the over-the-counter kind of pain medicines, you know, uh, generic Tylenol, acetaminophen, uh, ibuprofen, or Advil, um, or Aleve, Naperson, all of those, um, work pretty well for tension headaches. Um, I'll put out there that I do think, uh, you know, if you're trying to go generic, you know, get the cheapest you can, that's great. Uh, but I will say those Advil liquid gels, uh, seem to work really well for people. Uh, they absorb really quickly. So when people are trying to knock out a headache really quick, if they don't, if they don't have some reason they can't take the ibuprofen, uh, you know, a couple of those, a lot of times will knock out a tension headache and a heartbeat. Um, Besides that, you know, stress management techniques, you know, being able to sort of, uh, you know, not be worrying about tomorrow, being able to kind of settle into today, um, learning some breathing techniques. You know, we even have breathing exercises now on technology like our phones and watches, um, relaxation exercises. There's a great technique I actually learned about 25, 30 years ago um, called progressive muscle relaxation. And it's pretty simple. Uh, it's easy. You could look it up and learn how to do it yourself. Uh, but it's really good for sort of, uh, untightening muscles and making your muscles relax, sort of forcing them to relax. So, um, lots of good ways to get rid of tension headaches. They are common, um, but they don't usually indicate anything bad, but remember they they're typically only mild to moderate pain up to maybe a four or five. They're not going to be more like a, a six out of 10
1: or higher. Okay, and that's called progressive muscle relaxation. Is that the term you yes. used? Okay. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's a, it's a really easy-to-learn technique, um, and people could easily, with you a know, little guidance from the Internet or uh, YouTube or whatever, teach themselves how to do it. Um, but it's a very effective way. A lot of people use it right before they sleep. Um, and what it does is those muscles that you just always have tense, like in your neck and your shoulders and stuff, mm-hmm. it just really forces those to relax. And,
1: uh, you know, it's, it's very effective. Tension uh, headache, that, that's sort of the common garden variety headache, would you say? Is that the one that most yeah, people experience? Yeah, I would say most
0: people, most people, when they say they have a headache, there's probably a, a 70% chance that's what it is.
1: Okay. All right. Very good. Time now, Dr. Forrest, for our Access Health Tip of the Week.
0: So caffeine withdrawal can actually be another cause of headaches. Uh, If you, let's say most days you consume large amounts of caffeine and then you say you skip it on the weekend, you go a day or two without it, that can actually trigger or cause headaches. And part of the reason is caffeine actually can constrict blood vessels. And actually, if you've got a headache, it can help a headache. That's why it's found in some of the -the over-the-counter medicines um, for headache, things like excedrin, migraine. Um, But, If you decrease your caffeine intake suddenly, that can trigger a headache. Um, So as a general rule, if you're consuming less than 100 milligrams of caffeine per day, which is kind of like a cup or two of coffee, depending on the strength, then you might not have that problem. But, you know, if you're somebody that drinks, you know, seven or eight cups of coffee a day, more than 200 milligrams, and then you suddenly stop, there's a good chance that uh, you may trigger a headache.
1: Good to know. And yes, I have in the past been a uh, copious consumer of caffeine (laughs) and uh, i have experienced those headaches i sure have straight ahead we're going to talk about some other types of headaches and some breakthrough new treatments for migraines here on access health radio headaches. That's what we're talking about today here on Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. We've already talked about the tension headache, the most common type. Dr. Forrest, let's talk about some of the less uh, common types of headaches. What else do we suffer from?
0: Yeah, well, these aren't necessarily rare, but they're less common than some of the other types. And uh, one of those are sinus headaches. Now, a lot of patients come into the office and say they have sinus headaches. Mm-hmm. And what they really mean is they have sinus congestion that is triggering a lot of pressure in the sinuses. Okay. And a lot of times patients will think they have a sinus infection. Uh, most of the time, they actually don't. Um, one of the good ways they can tell is if the pain and the pressure is pretty much the same on both sides. Uh, it's very unlikely to be a sinus infection. Sinus infections almost never happen on both sides of your face. Hmm. Um, but what, what's called the sinus headache is this pain in your forehead, your cheeks, your nose. Uh, when you bend forward and you increase the pressure on the sinuses, that makes it worse. And usually you're also going to have some nasal congestion and you might even have some clear, uh, clear runny nose with that. And most of the time, especially around North Carolina and especially around this time of the year, uh, the best way to get rid of it is to treat what's actually triggering it, which is usually a sinus issue. So, you know, using things like saline, nasal irrigation, um, decongestants. Uh, and then if you if you definitely have allergies, uh, the over-the-counter uh, nasal sprays like Nasocort and Flonase, you can use those during the season, and they are the most effective way to actually prevent sinus problems and sinus headaches. Um, so if people think they have that and it feels like it's on both sides, uh, one of the first things they should always do is say, Hey, let me try to treat these allergies as effectively as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, the, this next type of headache is a little more rare um, and really gets people's attention because it, it gets up to that nine or 10 out of 10 level pain. It usually people call it a blinding pain. Um, it's usually right behind or around their eye. Um, it can even cause like redness and tearing of your eyes and um, make you very restless because you're so uncomfortable. Um, and the weird thing about it is it, they're not usually that long lasting, but they're super severe. Mm. And, um, one of the treatments is actually high flow oxygen. So people that have cluster headaches, a lot of times they will go to the emergency room, they put them on oxygen, high flow, and that can help. Um, thank goodness. They also will respond to some other things. They'll respond to some of the migraine medicines like triptans. Sometimes they'll respond to steroids. Um, but Yeah it's kind of a weird one, one that, you know, getting high flow oxygen can actually make go away. is kind Mm. of unusual. Uh, but I would say, you know, if anybody has really severe headaches that, you know, kind of hit them like a, a blast of lightning and it's around one eye, um, they might have cluster headaches and it'd be good for them to get diagnosed. So they would know how to treat it, uh, if they have one in the future and hopefully prevent it altogether.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That sounds terrible. Uh, let's shift gears. Let's talk about migraine headaches. And it seems like so many people say that they have these and I know they can be severe. And uh, you've said that they're actually fairly common, aren't they?
0: Yes. Yeah, so migraine headaches are probably the most common, uh, you know, severe headache. And um, they're intense. Uh, a lot of times it's a throbbing pain. Um, and they're variable. Some people have them just on one side of the head. Some people have them on both. Um, a lot of times, though, they have other symptoms associated. We call that an aura. But that will be things like sensitivity to light or loud noises making them worse. Sometimes people get some nausea with it. Um, sometimes they'll even see what we call scotoma or like, like spots in front of their eyes. Um, and it, it's actually because we think there's some changes in blood circulation in the brain that occur with migraine headaches. And that's some of the things that cause some of these sort of strange or like symptoms. So, uh, they are very common about one in seven people has migraines and you can treat them with the -the over-the-counter pain relievers. Uh, but in this case, since you're typically dealing with something that's a six out of 10 or greater, um, a lot of times that's not, may not get you complete relief. And so the best treatment usually for migraine headaches are what are called triptans. And there's a bunch of those. There's you know, Sumatriptan is the most common one. Uh, there's some that dissolve in your mouth so you can get them in your system quicker, like Salt. Um, and these medicines are very migraine specific. They actually sort of break the cycle of the migraine. And they're the best way to kind of really get rid of one because uh, they actually get rid of the problem. One of the things interesting about that, though, is if you are treated with those type medicines, Imatrex or Salt or, or Zomig or some of those, Um, They work so much better if you use them at the very start of a migraine. And I I relate it to patients sort of like, uh, you know, if you've got a campfire that's been burning for an hour and you pour a bucket of water on it, that fire is completely out. But if you have a campfire, uh, say you're on a Boy Scout trip and that fire has been burning for five or six days and you pour that same bucket of water on it, what will happen? The flame will go out. But two or three hours later, there may be coals deep down underneath that light it back up. And migraines are like that. So Mm. uh, if you have migraines and you're treating them, you always want to treat it at the very early phase because that can make it last just a couple of hours instead of ending up lasting a couple of days
1: or more. Now, I've heard that there are some new treatments for migraines as well. Uh, Can you tell me about those and and, uh, do they actually work?
0: Yes. So the triptans, uh, you know, they've been around for a while and they're they're very effective. But some people have really frequent migraines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some people have them on an almost daily basis. So there's a new class um, and we call those CGRP inhibitors. And CGRP is a neurotransmitter that's involved in migraine attacks. So it's sort of like a brain chemical. Um, and this class of medicine um, has really been revolutionary because they're incredibly effective. Uh, you can take somebody that's had, you know, migraines, uh, you know, every day and basically decrease the, the amount of those they have by 90% or more. Uh, so there's several common names. There's Amavig, there's Imgoliti, there's Ajovi, uh, all of these migraine medicines end in MAB. Um, so I won't say the the generic names because it's about a page long, um, (laughs) But uh, these, these drugs, these CGRP inhibitors are very, very good, and um, people that have never had good success with treating their migraines have done really well on me. So I would say if you've had migraines and, you've, and, they're, and they're not controlled, this would definitely be something to talk to your doctor about. Um, and there's some other things we're trying now. There's a medicine called Raval. Um, it's, it's approved for the treatment of acute migraines. And unlike the normal triptans, it doesn't constrict blood vessels. It targets specific receptors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been shown to work really, really well, again, without causing that vasoconstriction. And that makes it better for people who have a problem with, you know, side effects of triptans. And then there's also some monoclonal antibodies such as viapti or Ajovi. Um, and they target a protein that's actually involved in sort of getting a migraine going, sort of the spark plug that starts it. So, um, but these are for people that really are you know, kind of at the end of their rope for migraine treatment because yeah. you have to get it by injection or via an IV. Um, but they have been shown to really reduce the frequency of migraines um, and give you a preventative treatment, especially for those people that have these on an ongoing
1: basis. Well, thanks, Dr. Forrest. That's encouraging news straight ahead. Dr. Forrest will discuss some key points about headaches, and our trivia of the week is coming up as well. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. We're talking headaches today. Dr. Forrest, it's time for our Access Health Trivia of the Week. Well, the Trivia of the Week
0: this week definitely has to do with headaches, but it may surprise people to learn that actually your brain does not feel any pain. Um, If you've ever seen neurosurgeons poking on a brain or operating on a brain, uh, your brain has no pain receptors, Hmm. so it can't feel pain at all. So the pain actually originates from the surrounding tissues,
1: blood vessels, and nerves. Interesting. I had no idea. Dr. Forrest, we've talked about some of these new medications, especially for migraines. Are there any medications for headaches that you say we should avoid? Well, I think some of the older
0: medications, and uh, I'm not going to say they're not effective because they work, especially for those tension headaches, are aspirin-based treatments and some of those old aspirin-based treatments are in the form of powders Mm -hmm. uh, and those powders a lot of times contain really really high doses of caffeine now they do help a headache go away uh, but that caffeine and that really heavy dose a lot of times gets people into a cycle of every two to three days having to do those headache powders again um, and also, we know now that there are better options than the aspirin because of the bleeding potential with that. So, those might be ones I would stay away
1: from. I knew I shouldn't have asked. Oh, <laughs> they're my favorites. Okay. What are the keys to remember today, Dr. Forrest, about headaches?
0: Well, first, headaches are very common. Um, lots of people have experienced those. Um, second, there's some type of headaches that are severe and need medical treatment. So if anybody ever feels like they're having the worst headache of their life, that can be an emergency. It could be bleeding in the brain. So you should go to ER. Mm -hmm. Um, And we we know that headaches really can have a significant impact on quality of life. So uh, working with your healthcare professional and really trying to find the the regimen that's right for you is a great idea. Thanks, Dr. Forrest.
1: That's all the time we have for this week.
0: Our scripture this week is from James 5, 14 through 15. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Radio Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.